Yeah, get those coughs out so people don't think you have corona, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me drink some tea. GFV episode 89. I'm Luke. I'm Joe. And we're back here, man. What do we got? March 17th today. So we're talking about the only thing that anyone has fucking been talking about for at least the last week. It's really been like three weeks, but it turned up in the last Fuck, week. Man. Hard I want to say it started turning up around, like for me, it really turned it up Thursday, Friday last week. And then certain things like events happening actually physically or like really affected me started happening this weekend and then yesterday just was like escalated boom so, it blew it through the roof we're talking uh, that corona craze that's going on right now of course just in case anyone might be listening to this later and then looking back and i don't want to make you check the date on that shit. everyone knows what's going on right now so it's getting weird man Real weird, and we we were just, of course, we we were talking a little bit before we we started this one, and I'm not at all worried about this disease personally. It doesn't seem to affect people who are younger. We're going to get into all angles of this heavy on the the health side, of course, because that's how we we like to look at things. But I'm I'm down to go down, like look at at some of the the different economic, even conspiracy angles on this too, because I just don't know, man. It's too weird, so. What's going on right now is we have a crazy spread of of COVID nineteen, which is this. And just to, I want to clear up a few little random things too. Coronavirus that that refers to the that the, they named it. I, I think it's the another language word for for crown for the structure of the virus. If you look at it under a microscope, which I don't get it because I've seen multiple pictures like blown up images. It doesn't look like a fucking crown to me, so that doesn't make any sense. But it's a dumb fucking name. So a few things real quick about the coronavirus, just because this is helpful to actually get. Yeah, no, it, isn't it, man? The corona, like, come on. And it, it's even worse that it means crown. It doesn't look like a crown. Like, let's do better. You do better, you nerds. You ever in the fucking lab coat looking at the uh, corona? No. no. <laughs> Something a lot better. That even just your stupid, like, sequence of numbers would be better than coronavirus. Yeah. I'd rather have, like, CV 17, 500, yeah, 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 <laughs> leave it exactly. at that. <laughs> yeah. So, but there's a, from, from what I've read, and I'm not going to act like any kind of expert on this, there's six coronaviruses that we know. It's just a, a type of virus. They named it that because of the structure. They think that uh, a few of them are probably responsible for the common cold. So we're not talking about anything unknown or, or crazy. And then obviously as viruses mutate and do different things like this one's doing right now, it gets significantly more dangerous. But the more notable thing is SARS that we dealt with. Because I want to definitely put this in the context of the past epidemics we've had. SARS is a coronavirus. So this COVID-19 is actually SARS-CoV-19. They just don't seem to be saying it that way. Probably just not to confuse people, but I don't know. That I can't lie. That makes me a little suspicious because... Yeah, it does. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I didn't even realize, man. I've been saying it to everybody. Like, what happened to, like, the West Nile and SARS and fucking Chica, like, all Ebola, that stu- All, all that ones, so. shit. 
let's we're like I said, we're gonna get into the real side of this for sure. Just to throw it out there immediately because there's just so too many people have mentioned it to me. It is weirdly coincidental that every time we have an election, there's another big disease like Ebola or whatever. That yeah. just is what it is. Like I said, you coincidences don't prove shit. But personally, uh, I believe in coincidence. <laughs> so <laughs> that's already me. I'm like, okay. And just to to throw a little positivity into this, because it's nowhere near as bad as it's getting made out. It's a serious issue for sure. But like people are bugging about something that's... Uh, if you compare it to the the last one we dealt with, actually, I don't know. I don't remember if Ebola was before Zika. Both of those seem pretty grimy. Ebola, as far as an infectious disease, sounded the scariest to me. You'd be like bleeding internally. People were bleeding out their eyes and shit. Like very like grimy, like a terrible way to suffer. And a lot of them died from it. It looks like they just stamped out the last pocket of Ebola in the Congo just like two weeks ago. And that doesn't mean Ebola totally doesn't exist, but that was the last place they couldn't contain it. And again, what sounded like a, a much scarier disease, it might not have been quite as infectious as this one because it didn't spread as far, but they couldn't uh, get that last part of Africa because the Congo is still a, a pretty wild-ass place, and there's a lot of spots that aren't under control of a local government. They're just whoever's like the rich guy there with guns who owns that area. So they, just, they weren't able to send in doctors and shit to treat these people. They finally... As it gets worse and worse, you can still at least get to those areas. Like, all right, you, we won't kill you if you, you treat these sick people. That kind of deals. They finally, which is an enormously positive thing, because with Ebola, what we saw and what we typically see with these viruses and why people are so tweaked in the U.S. and the other European countries, because Ebola is scary as fuck. The disease. Did Were you ever scared of getting Ebola? It never even crossed my mind. It popped up. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. that isn't getting We're going to quarantine and contain that right away i expected the more developed countries to completely contain that which they did and, it, and it's super sad that it hits the really poor areas where they have no defense against it but those are going to be the last areas affected by something like that i i i have to admit man right off i i fully thought it was the exact same thing this so i was like dude we it's the u.s we're going to contain this and quarantine it right away obviously wasn't the case how fast it fucking blew up like uh, like so, uh, i remember sars being such an issue and like growing mm-hmm. over there and stuff and like becoming something that like, oh man, if it comes to the US and we might have had like a couple cases here and there, but this is a this is definitely like a staple in uh, history, you know what I mean? Like what's going on with the world. It's pretty crazy. Very crazy, man. And the real craziness is the response to it, but I want to get to that after because we have to like I said, put it in context for all of us because we you do need to remind yourself of this. So we're uh we're both in our twenties, man. Healthy. Have you hit thirty yet? That, I that am big thirty. Yeah. yeah. All right. So sorry. I, I, I was just ageist against you, man. Either way, <laughs> we're, we're gonna call it that because it actually fits the categories. They do like it's like uh to twenty, then twenty one to thirty. The way they're grouping the the risk factors on there. This is another very positive thing, and for anyone, I don't know how you could be unaware of this. What it is is a respiratory infection. So. This shit is getting spread like the flu through airborne coughs and sneezes. You could spread it just by breathing. So Rogan had an infectious disease guy on last week. That was super helpful. A very legit thing for him to do. I don't remember the guy's name off the top, but it'd be easy oh, to man, find. Oh, man, I just I, had it on there. Hold yeah, on. I think it was uh, Michael something or whatever. But, yeah, if you could pull that up, that'd be great, man, just to drop his name. But 
he does i'm not gonna say what every like how he put it out is gonna reassure people too much but he's in he gives the real facts from an expert's perspective and yes very worried about the the spread of it and the death rate and all that because he's looking at it like he he looks at all these diseases i believe the guys in vaccine development which look i know there's a lot of talk about vaccines being good or bad you can argue that all day yes michael michael uh austin home yeah i'm reading a weird ass name so yeah, yeah it was a a great episode though just as far as to give some real info on this and that's one of the first things that I was like, all right, this is definitely like a serious spread of a disease. But back to the actual facts, it's a, a respiratory infection. It infects your upper respiratory tract, from what I understand, and then it gets really serious if it goes lower into the respiratory tract. And what we're seeing is if it hits an old person with, especially if they have some kind of other underlying condition, cardiovascular, respiratory, whatever, can be really serious and kill them. Almost all the people we're seeing who are getting that and dying from it are over 70 and with a bulk of them being over 80. And the numbers are still a complete mess because we're getting the numbers from China, from South Korea. Italy's a fucking mess right now. I think they got hit worst out of the the more more developed countries because they did a, a very, it sounds like a very bad job at testing right off, which has been a pro- where the U.S. is getting criticized for that, too. We'll see how bad of a job we did at testing for it. But the point is, for people our age, the risk is very low. You could get anything from a mild cold to a bad flu to no symptoms. Incredibly unlikely it would be anywhere near fatal. One of the coolest things about this disease, if we want to take it, there, a good thing, is there's not a single, and this is very weird, too. I, just don't, I don't understand it. I'd love to have it explained, but I don't think anyone does at this point. Not a single kid under nine has died. So with a typical flu, which I know this has been getting compared it to a lot. It hits kids a lot. Well, it hits young kids and old people. The same old demographic we're seeing now, weak immune systems old, also young people. So they're not sure. I heard one theory which sounded plausible that it might be because kids actually will have a lower immune response because they haven't been exposed to as much shit. So it might be this really severe infections of this. It's also an autoimmune type thing, like your own immune system attacking itself in addition to the infection. And that's what's really fucking over these old people. But either way, it's really great that at least young kids can carry this. But that is an enormous, like, you don't have to worry about. Because think about if you were, you had a couple little kids. It's probably should be at least one of the most important things in your life. That would be fucking stressful. So as far as the practical terms of this, people like us, I'm worried about my grandmother. I'm not even remotely worried about me no. getting sick. And like, that's exactly exactly what it, I It did. doesn't and bother me a little bit. Yeah, yesterday. <laughs> what we're seeing too by the test numbers, I saw a great comparison of Italy and South Korea. Like I said, Italy doing one of the worst jobs of testing out of the countries that got hit first, South Korea doing the best. There's a huge discrepancy in the test numbers. Italy was only testing people that showed signs of infection. South Korea was testing as many people as they could. There was a huge chunk of people in South Korea's population in their twenty, in between 20 and 30 that were infected and showing no symptoms at all. They weren't even fucking sick. So all I'm saying is this is not the actual end infection isn't that dangerous. It's how quickly it, it'll spread and then the potentially... A, infecting people who are at risk that older demographic that has underlying health issues and then the real weirdness is the response we're seeing so right now we're seeing lockdowns all over the country 
It's uh, I just talked to my cousin. He's working around San Francisco. He left last night to go up to, to Oregon because they're completely locking down the San Francisco area. Yeah, it's all, like, all, it's the, all locked down. The grocery please. stores are empty and shit. They just did the same thing. I don't know if it was actually in New York City, but I know it was in New Jersey, the part of the borders. I'm sure New York City will be similar. And they're doing a, a few other of the hotspots of it around the country. They're putting in curfews. All the bars and restaurants are getting shut down. So talk about our actual experience, what's going on here. Because right now, things are still operating semi-normal where I'm at. The grocery stores, everything is still open. We don't have any curfews, but they just put in ordinances in Denver and all the surrounding areas last night, like all the bars and restaurants are shut down. I think they can still do takeout. And yeah, they can do takeout. What, all gyms are closed. All bars, restaurants, all like um, recreational activities. Yeah, and dude, are, I've been about down. this a few times. This is last fucking Friday, I was going to the gym. I'd been to two classes there Thursday night, planning on going Friday night. And my friend tells me the gym I normally go to to train Muay Thai is fucking closed. And I was like, damn, all right, that sucks, but. I'm always happy to go lift. Like, I'm like, all right, I'll go do a squat session at, at, there's three rec centers in Boulder and they're all pretty dope, like solid weight rooms, easily get a good workout in there. So I was like, all right, I'll go there, pull up to the rec center. There's a sign on that door. That shit's closed too. So I was just fucking pissed. <laughs> I couldn't get my workout in that I wanted to okay, last week. Man, what the fuck? That, uh, yeah, it's annoying as fuck, man. But so it, for me, it just fucking, uh, it started hitting me like this past weekend I went to go, like, buy some shit, like, buy some rice and stuff. There's no fucking rice anywhere. I got rice now. That, that, that's that been resolved because shit started coming back into the stores. So um, it wasn't just rice. It was a few other things, you know. Of course, there's people just fucking taking it all. Like, there was no eggs. I'm like, you fucking son of a bitch with the six fucking cartons of eggs. You're not even going to eat that six carton of eggs before it's bad. I'm going to eat that six carton eggs this week. I need that Dude. fucking, like, what the hell? I was so pissed. We got to talk about table. eggs real quick. Because, man, that, there, yes, there's been a shortage of eggs around, <laughs> which is annoying as hell. And people are coming <laughs> like, Dude, I bought, like, three dozen eggs. I'm like, yeah, that's, like, a couple meals for me. I do that every week. <laughs> like, every single week I'm doing that. Like, right that. now, I have eight dozen but, eggs in fucking in my fridge. But I will eat them in the time, well, well before they can go bad. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, I'm not worried about thing, we got to talk about real because it just hit me the other day, and I'm sure this is very normal for most people, but it hadn't even crossed my mind because we, we talk a lot about, about nutrition and what we like to do and how both of us are, are pretty heavy on like the free range, grass fed, whatever the a little more natural version, especially of the animal products that we can get. And this girl I work with is the, talking about the exact same thing. She said, I had to go to four different stores to get eggs. And then she's like, I had to pay $5 for a dozen e eggs. And I was like, well, shit. And like, yeah, I can get good deals on the eight pack, eight, 18 packs and shit like that. You can get them like, I think I'm usually paying like $3.99 a dozen at Sprouts. Yeah. But yeah. normally she's buying e a dozen eggs for under $2 because they're just like trash factory farm eggs, which I'm sure is what that's the bulk of the stuff that's in the stores. What most people are buying at a normal store. It, di I didn't even think of it. Cause like when I was getting eggs straight off the farm back in Vermont, wherever it was at, whether you like stop at one of those little stands, someone has set up at the end of their driveway, they're just, or an actual farm, you're paying between like five and $8 a dozen. If you, one of my favorite things when I would be working around Southern Vermont, someone who had the little stand up and they had duck eggs out and I would pay like 10 bucks a dozen whatever and not even blink because I'm like yo this is 
some of the most high quality nutritious food you could get, especially for someone who who works out like us. It's just a great food to have in your diet. You get all sorts of good cholesterol from it, good protein, all that shit. Fats and, and shit it just, all go well. I, I've been on the other side of this for so long, I completely forgot that it's like normal for someone to just pay a dollar or two for a thing of eggs. And like, that's cool, I guess, on the price, but you're just getting watered down trash food versus one, pay a couple dollars more, you're getting one of the healthiest, easily accessible foods anywhere. And I was like, shit, man, it annoyed the fuck out of me because it just reminded me how bad people's heads have been fucked with as far as basic foods like that being like, this is a better version because it's dirt cheap and trash quality. And that's just normal for so many people. And that's, uh, it kind of leads us right into the next concept because the real issue, I just gave the very basics why I think personally people like us really have nothing to worry about. It's really a ridiculous overreaction, but how people are being, mentally manipulated so hardcore with this one and i don't want to go full conspiracy see on this till at least some kind of fact i don't know where the disease came from i don't know if it came from a bat i don't know if it came from that market they talk about in wuhan china where they just had like a lot of different animals around i don't know if it came from their fucking bio lab we don't even know if it came from wuhan man it just could have started there like who the fuck knows and i don't i don't think someone decided to to unleash this on the world but who fucking knows we're living in some weird times but all that bullshit aside what's happening now is definitely getting taken advantage of even if it's purely just the opportunity and they're seeing it like there's excessive media reactions which cause people to freak out and then then of course you get the the government reactions on top of that and i Honestly, at this point, man, I can't sort through any of it. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't on, know what the fuck's going on. As much as this is a ve- like, this is a serious issue. It's spreading rapidly. You have a large number of people infected, and, and it could be so. Some of the more reasonable numbers I've seen, like the flu, is usually around 0.1 percent, which is still a pretty high death rate. And worth noting that the flu this year, as far as deaths, is kicking Corona's ass. I think it's at like 20,000 or maybe even higher. Chances are this Corona pandemic bullshit will pass that because it is it seems like on the the upper end it could be like six times more deadly than the flu could possibly be worse than that or could be significantly less dangerous than that we'll see but it does seem like it's a more dangerous version of the flu so that it'll kill without the kids fortunately the same at risk population of old pe- old and sick people that a normal flu would do this one is just much more contagious so yeah as far as the reaction, even that, given that, it seems like it's ridiculously over, overdone right now. Like it seems people are are going crazy Way about something. Like, can't, can't kill your kids. Can't kill anyone relatively young and healthy. And by relatively young, I mean like under fucking sixty. Like we're just not seeing that. So like, it's very fucking weird. Like I know it, the old people really get real. Weird, salt- you, know, you almost think it's like I don't know if you ever watched that movie called The Happening. Um, but it's like the fucking, this disease that gets uh, wiped around by the trees and stuff and the wind and that it gets let oh, off yeah, all the plants sure. Yeah, and it takes people yep. out. So like maybe this is a natural selection of the older folks or something, you know, like that was just a thought that I like, came yeah. across real quick. But th- with this whole fucking craziness, the, the, the scariest thing of it all, like of everything is for me, there's like three main things. 
All right. There, there's the one thing where, all right, now they, people kind of know how we react when there's a panic. You know what I mean? We're starting to figure. So it's not good in some cases where some people could plan for that because they know the reaction of the mass. And then that that could not be good, say, government wise or whatever, if we want to go conspiracy way. The other thing is the economy being so fucking smashed that there's going to be so many small businesses and and uh, mom and like anything mom and pop for sure. But even some big ones that can't work right now even say like schools teachers in schools or janitors that work at schools all that crazy shit like that being shut down and and the economy trying to re rebound from this i mean i know gas prices are pretty decent right now but uh well, yo, what the fuck I don't you wanna, know what i mean I don't, stop yeah and- i don't want to push you farther down the conspiracy side but think about it this way because and this is how it'll be unless this persists for a long time i mean like multiple months at the minimum yeah. You're, well, everything the thing you is, said Trump is, just said, like, this is, I'm only think, going off of, like, what I hear. I, I don't know what to believe or anything. Yeah. I don't know any direction I'm going in. So preparing for everything. But even Trump said, like, July, August, this shit would start fading out. Like, that's a fucking ways out. Like, say they closed Colorado Springs down. Like, uh, all gyms, all bars, all, uh, all colleges, all, yeah, all colleges, all everything that. is shut down. So, like, it's pretty silent around here. Um, for 30 and that's days. that's how it's getting for everywhere. 30 There's days. some places that are better or worse, but yeah, it's that shit, and... But, like, that's fucking... That's, that's a long time for have places just go out with, like, say, people like our trainers and stuff. Like, what are they going to do? They're not on any type of salary. or any, They're by hour. And uh, to have that... And then the other thing is, for me, the third thing is the panic of the people that is unsettling you know, for me. We got to go in, because I, I think that's the most important part. But I love how you broke it down into the three there. And real quick on the, the economic side, because regardless of however something started, completely natural or completely man-made, there's always an economic component when you get a mass-scale event like this. And that could be the crazy media coverage we have on this could be totally warranted. It could be just a money grab because when there's a, a bad event like this, whether it's a, an election with Trump or a health crisis like this, they're going to jump on that because you got to remember they get directly paid off this. The more people tuning in to watch that shit is more money in the pockets of the the news corporations. But on the actual economics of it, so currently, and I think that's one of the worst parts, and except the in addition to the the panic that we'll talk about next, but. Right now, what it's going to do to people, and there's a possibility of some economic stimulus from the federal government, like small stipends and shit like that, to help people get by when they're out of work. But that's the worst part, because who it's hitting is going to be people just like you referenced, people who are on lower-paying jobs on hourly rates, who aren't salaried and don't get great... They're going to be completely fucked, because even like for someone who's working a pretty low-paying job, a month off work with no pay... That can fuck you over real quick, especially with the state that that poor Americans are in right now. So I think it's going to fuck them the worst because in the context of the overall economy, I know, as you referenced, there was a dip in the stock market Thursday. It actually rebounded right back Friday. So the reason being all the the crazy amount of things that are canceled in small businesses, sporting events were a huge one in the NBA and then all the other major sports leagues decided to cancel their seasons and big events that's obviously a giant money maker 
all that shit as far as the overall economy. So I'm talking the rich people at the top who are trading the value of these different businesses completely offset by the cost of emergency spending. So the economy as a whole is doing absolutely fine, which means it's kind of a, a sick example of what we see all the time. This is just more exaggerated. People with a lot of money at the top who are really controlling the economy are doing just fucking fine. And I would suspect I'm not that well educated on the stock market and that shit. I would assume a lot. It's a perfect time to buy a lot of cheap stocks that you're going to make a fuckload of money on really soon. But the economy as a whole he said all the travel costs and all that shit, people that the money that's not getting spent on plane tickets, vacations, sporting events, small businesses is completely offset right now. So they're at the top looking like this is a we're fine. Like this, they're not phased at all. So, like I said, if it persists for a long time, like if this, I, I think that that timeline is way long. I think it'll be over way before July or August. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking like two weeks, man. Like, yeah, I think I think I'm saying six weeks, which is being a little bit, giving a little bit of extra time. And I don't mean everything shut down for six weeks. I just mean dealing with some weirdness for six weeks. But well, so somewhere in the the two to six, I think it'll probably be almost completely blown over, even if it's just rogue throw out a, a legit possibility on the the fight companion last weekend he was like yo maybe we just all get corona everyone gets it obviously most of the population <laughs> would be fine like it would go through you go through a flu you come out the other end okay even the few who get serious infections doesn't mean you die right away you have to get a really bad version of it and probably be in bad shape to begin with and then you just see it play out like that probably won't go that far but eventually everyone will contract some type of corona probably this strain unless they make a vaccine for it in the next few years it'll come around like a flu like that's how how these things go so we'll contain the mass outbreaks but just like i said ebola was around a few years ago they just stamped out ebola in third world countries a few weeks ago so yeah yeah, it, yeah i think um uh, the economics of it, 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 you think right away, oh, this is going to be terrible. But right now, like, there's no supply issues. We're not running out of toilet paper. The grocery stores aren't actually running out of food. People are panic buying and buying a bunch of shit they don't need. Like, yo, I'm at the grocery store yesterday, not stocking up, just doing my normal ass shopping. And I was filling up the five gallon jugs of water. And the, uh, Look, it's right next to uh, the chip aisle, and damn near all the chips were sold out. I'm like, that's what you need to stock up on? Fucking chips? <laughs> like, yes, you can have six bags of chips in your face. You can be a fat fuck as you sit on your couch getting stressed out watching CNN or Fox News or whatever your <laughs> shitty <laughs> shitty news source is, eating fucking chips. Like, yeah, that's going to keep you, you healthy, man. So... Going back too to the the Rogan episode he did with that Michael guy, one of the best things that guy said because Rogan kept pressing him, "What's this? Like, there's no vaccines yet. They don't know about antibiotic treatments. Like, what's the the most effective? That we haven't cracked that code." He kept going back. To, the best thing you can do is just be generally healthy overall. Something we preach all the fucking time, man. Just be. Eat Be good. Ready for anything. Exercise moderately. Yeah. yeah, get yourself in in decent shape. That's actually the best thing you can do for Corona right now. And chances are, no, that won't stop you from getting infected. But being in a good, healthy state, especially as a young person, could very likely, if you do get infected, you won't even ever know, yeah. unless they start testing every single person, which is possible. We'll see. You won't even know if you have the shit. You'll and you you might have like a 
a, a light cold or some some shit like that, and at worst have the flu for a couple days. And that's what I'm so, fucking like saying with a lot of it too. Like same thing. I say that to everybody. In my opinion, it's it, 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 and then not to minimize it, it is way less serious than the response and all the coverage has has called for, but. We'll we'll see how bad it actually gets, man. Like all those numbers I threw around, and from the South Korea, Italy, the death rates, all that. We don't know. Like I said, it looks like from the best info I see right now, this could have a 0.6 percent death rate. Some people are saying way higher, like over three percent. Some people are saying at the very end of this, it'll even out just like the flu, 0.1 percent. So I'm gonna stick with the 0.6 for now. It could still be really bad if a lot of people got infected, especially for a lot of older people, but. We just don't know right now. That's the point I'm making. And as far as the actual infection, it's nowhere near as scary as some of the ones we've dealt with in the the very uh, recent past. Like it's compared to Ebola, this one isn't shit as far as something you want to catch. So we'll just see the the worst parts before we get on to the actual panic and how how crazy people are getting. Seem to be it hitting older populations. It hitting poor people, not the disease, as far as fucking up their daily lives and jobs. And also, the other thing that's worth noting is it could put a real a real test on the uh, the the healthcare infrastructures and how many hospital beds they have that are ready to treat these people. Because there's already a, a significant number. It's not like we have, I think it's like thirty thousand or something beds with the. Uh, the filtration and shit they would need to, to treat a patient like this correctly. A lot of those are already taken up by flu patients from the normal flu this year, which happens every single year. And of course, other, other illnesses and shit like that in the mix. If it does go really bad as in this infects a larger percentage of the population or even a majority of the population. And then you have that subpopulation of old people that really need serious treatment, we probably won't have enough in place to treat them. So you'll start seeing like temporary setups and shit like that. That would be worst case scenario. But at least as of now, and we're right in the thick of this shit already, like everything's going to, so you, you, uh, you already noted the, the gyms that you, you manage and work at already shut down. I work at a weed shop. Those are shutting down this week. A lot of them around here closed yesterday, and we're starting to get weird restrictions. Currently, we're still going strong. And I was telling you about this before. We actually just had one of the best weekends we've ever had at my shop because people are panic buying weed just like groceries. <laughs> we did better than than either of the last 420s as far as sales yesterday. <laughs> Crushing it as far as selling weed. So. At the the very least, that should help chill people out a little around Colorado. Like, because look, if you're stuck at home with nothing to do, even if it's hurting your bank account, if you got a good supply of bud, I don't know, you have some fucking whiskey or beer on deck. If you're a drinker, enjoy your goddamn self. Because the one thing that's not shut down, and like maybe they they might like close a few giant national parks where there's big crowds and stuff, but they can't shut down the mountains, man. Enjoy you some fucking rocky mountain air and and get healthy that way if you're if you're forced to take a, a three four week vacation at least get a little bit of it you know don't like so after you you finish your your 10 bags of chips that you had had on deck <laughs> go outside get some fucking fresh air and enjoy enjoy the sun you know you're starting to get pretty nice and shit like we're just we're coming into spring here so it's not a a total reason to just freak out and and sit on your couch that's that's all i'm saying <laughs> 
And on that, man, so we, we got to get into, because this is the real, in my opinion, the most interesting part of it. The the crazy panic that, like, people are really tweaking about this. I had, yeah, like man. I said, WeChat still open, crazy busy this entire weekend, especially yesterday. Most people were pretty normal. I did have, uh, this guy who works as a stonemason. He came through. It's hilarious. He dropped a few of his respirators <laughs> in, in my tip jar. It was like as a joke. He wasn't serious. And he was like, yo, people keep trying to buy these off me. <laughs> like it's hilarious. We're just talking the normal, like white paper respirator that we've all worn if you ever work any kind of construction yeah, yeah. job. I probably could have flipped them to someone for 80 bucks a piece if I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I resisted that. And I, I thought that was funny as shit. We had this one lady straight up came through. She has her ID in a Ziploc bag. Like fully, fully covered with like long sleeves and pants. So gloves that were like pulled up over his sleeves and a mask on, right? And you've been through the shop I work at many times, man. We have a couple grows in the back. So like anytime you walk into a weed shop, you're going to probably get a good smell. At least you should if you're coming into a goddamn weed store. <sighs> we have two, two large grow rooms just a, a little bit away from right where the retail shop is. So you get an extra dose of exactly what we're growing right when you walk in. So this lady walks in, mashed up, gloves, all that. And as soon as she, she goes, wow, it smells really good in here. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So your mask isn't working, I guess. <laughs> like, all that bullshit. She walks in, oh, it smells great in here. I was like, oh, god damn. So that was just such a, a perfect example for me. I was like, people are going so crazy over this. So Dude, on the so mask. Crazy. Like on, on the East Coast right now, there's been a couple fist fights at, at the local, you know, grocery stores over there at Shaw's. And uh, because one girl was wearing her fucking, uh, her, what is it there? Her, uh, her scrubs Mask? from the nursing, oh, from being yeah. a nurse. No, scrubs. Because oh. she came yeah, from the yeah, hospital. So they they fucking violently attacked her is what it said in the article. <laughs> and then, and She's then. Like, I'm, I'm trying to help sick people. <laughs> and then, and then the got fucking off a 24-hour died. shift. I know. Then my uncle's friend there, like crazy shit. Like uh, he just fucking went and he got some shit at the store or whatever. And he opened the door to leave and he just was clearing his throat like, ha ha, you did that, that thing. And the guy fucking pushed him and yelled at him and said, don't bring that shit around me. Don't fucking Dude. cough on me. <laughs> so, yeah, that's so. So this is keep... like this is my little bit of an issue with with all these people and shit like uh, with all this craziness is like what if the the say the hospitals or or when the hospitals and everything get way overloaded everything gets fucking just you know too much everybody's in a panic because they want to get in the hospital even though half of them probably don't even need to go to the hospital they could take care of themselves at home what would what is going to happen from that point when everybody's doing that you know what I mean? So there's no stores that are open because those people that are at the stores are trying to figure out what the fuck they're doing. Because if oh. if things are shut down for the six weeks, say, I feel like it's going to get a little more hectic. Things are going to get a little more fired up a little bit along the way. That's just a so, thought of mine. I just I, I just would rather be safer than sorry. I just don't like the way things are looking. Well, yeah, and that's I'm weirded out by it for sure. I'm with you too. And like I said, not even a little stressed out about the actual infection. I'm completely stressed out about other people and the response to it. But 100%. as far as the the practical side of it, even worst worst case scenario, which is what Italy's dealing with right now, 
I think outside of China, it sounds like they're they're the worst affected by this complete lockdown. What you're allowed to do is one person from each house can leave a, leave per day, and you can go to the grocery store. So the grocery stores will not shut down. We won't, this would it would have to be such a ridiculously bad epidemic of probably a much worse disease for this for you to not be able like there's no you're just stuck in your house completely with no access to like food and water and shit like that that <laughs> yeah, is not yeah, happening yeah. we're trying this is fucking america so yes it will hit some people harder than others and and right back to the the old the people that'll hit worse is probably the old people who don't have any friends or family around who like they're at serious risk. Like you can't go just even you can't go stock up on groceries when you could you probably are going to get if it gets really bad, you're going to go out and probably get the infection. You live in a, a city where it's been been pretty widespread, some shit like that. But as yeah. far as like they won't completely shut down grocery stores, that's not happen, happening. That's why that panic shit is retarded, because like I said the worst place that's been affected right is Italy and they're still able to do it. There was one of the funniest videos I've ever seen in my life of like a bunch of Italians walking out of like a completely empty grocery store. They cleared off all the shelves and shit. And this old Italian guy walks out of camera when he goes, there's no pasta. Like, There's no <laughs> pasta left. What is this? Like, he just he couldn't believe it. He was like, and he did. He actually said he made one really good point after the no pasta thing. He was like, this is worse than World War Two when people were were stocking up for that put that in context and yes this is just one old italian guy like bitching about not being able to cook up this fucking tortellinis or whatever but he from his perspective as an old guy who lived today he's he thinks that this is worse than than people's panic over world war motherfucking two like come <laughs> on chill we're talking about a bad flu like is it a serious issue fuck yeah don't react worse than a fucking world war <laughs> you know that's what we're saying here so what I think will happen as far as worst case scenario for us would be basically what we've just outlined that has happened in the last day or so. Stuff like normal jobs like ours. Like I'm, I'm not surprised at all if the shop I work at is forced to shut down at some time in the future. That may or may not happen. But say we can't work and at worst case it'll be like you can only go out to go to the grocery store or some shit like that. Good luck keeping people around fucking boulder and colorado in their houses like i said yesterday it was it was pretty nice man the uh there's a right at the bottom of the canyon where i live there's a, a little parking lot for the trails they go there it was fucking full capacity yesterday <laughs> people are <laughs> hiking their asses off. You're, gonna be, you're not gonna catch corona at the top of a mountain <laughs> and if you see someone coughing when you're hiking probably because they just smoked a bunch of weed but just like Stand 10 feet away and you're fucking fine. You're outside. <laughs> you're not catching Corona. <laughs> you know what I mean? This this is, is fucking people up. Large crowds and indoor spaces. And that's why I do think it was an overreaction to cut off. Like all these different states are doing their own version. But the standard is like you can't have a gathering of more than it was 150 people at first. Now I think it's 50, but whatever. Look, if you're fucking outside, as long as you're like, not right up in one of those you know one of those motherfuckers who talks to you and they're just like spitting all over you that makes me want to slap someone anyway <laughs> so now at least it's valid like definitely don't attack the old guy or the fucking nurse at the grocery store but like if you got that fucking loud loud ass motherfucker who's just spits everywhere he's talks he wants to come up and talk to you you tell him to fuck off <laughs> give him give him some incentive to do so but other than that like you're fucking good <laughs> you know what i mean like, i've 
being around people all day for for the last week or so, it, it just doesn't worry me at all. Like I said, even even if I did catch the shit, that that isn't that that doesn't bother I've me in the slightest. People, man, I do like pad work with them and shit. Like we stopped all that stuff towards the end here. We just got shut down because of the governor there. Otherwise, we'd still be open. We were doing we were doing pretty well because we were the only thing that was open. All the other gyms were closed. Everything else was closed. So the only thing to do is to yep. come to fucking nine round and punch it out. And uh, we were hoping to keep it up, but um, you know we're gonna do the best we can for online and stuff. But yeah, no, I didn't have any issue at all. I mean, honestly, I felt like it was a little overkill because I'm also that guy that understands that if we fucking disinfect every motherfucking thing on yourself all the time, you can also catch it easier. Like, what the fuck? Like, come on. Like, I, there is a point. But when it's, when it's to the point where my fucking nut nails are bleeding because of the amount of cleaning and shit that is going on and everything smells like bleach all the time and shit, it's a, it's a little rough sometimes. I think it's a little yeah. I don't know if this is unusual because, like, most people have fucking pulled their hand sanitizer already because there's that people are selling it for like 800 bucks a bottle or whatever. We still have big ass jugs of hand sanitizer right on the counter. People use them three times just coming in, just while they're sitting there talking, like, while I'm ringing up the transaction. Those be sitting there just coating their hands in hand sanitizer. And it doesn't so, do shit. You know what I mean? That was like, one of have... the good things. That the the guy on Rogan explained, this is a, a a respiratory illness. That means it's spread by you breathing, coughing, sneezing out. Doesn't mean airborne. Airborne would be something that just chills in the air and hangs, and that would be much. It would be like that would be like the happening. Something is just in the air, all over, and you just catch it just from breathing. It's only if you're right in close proximity to someone who's infected and they're breathing that shit out, and then you're unlucky enough to breathe it in and you get infected. That's how this shit works. It's not spread by fucking handshakes. So many old people opening doors with their elbows. It, I'm just, it, it makes me cringe, man. <laughs> like you're being so dumb right now. Like, yes, it's true. Don't fucking go out to the grocery store. Don't stop by the weed shop and then like get some fucking chicken wings and eat, lick your fingers. Like definitely wash your hands before you eat. But that's not the primary spread of this. That guy was very clear about it. It's a respiratory illness. So it's getting spread through the air directly from people breathing out, not just fucking floating around in the air randomly. It's directly from someone who's infected. And it's not coming from touching stuff. Again, unless you have a habit like that, that dumb bitch a couple of weeks ago on the White House press release thing that was she's talking about how you you shouldn't touch your your face, the standard recommendations for any cold flu. And then she licks her finger and turns the page. Yeah, <laughs> like, nah. come on. <laughs> so know, unless you're proud. doing some shit that kind of dumb, and I can't lie, I do see a lot of people do it still. They're obviously everyone's trying not to, but so many people, it's a natural thing to rub your nose or or scratch your face or whatever. Everyone's still doing that shit. And that's it's not. Like, I can't help it. I have fucking hair on my face, so I constantly got a fucking. Yeah, I got a beard, man. I'm gonna. I'm trying to fucking. Drop some wisdom. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the beard a little, you know, a little, a little scratch. Like you got to. And I, I'm not gonna stop doing this unless I've just fucking done a fucking uh, a handshake with someone I know is infected with corona. You know what I mean? Which I, I don't plan on doing. So it's yeah. It seems like a, as far as the the public perception, that's the crazy overreaction and. Going back to what you said, where I think a lot of it is too. I don't think this was the purpose of it, but a lot of it now is a test to be like, 
how do people react in a major city if we totally lock I mean, it down? It's gonna help us, and it could work against us in both ways. It could it could do either thing. Either it could work against us because now would they have an you know whoever if anything were ever to go wrong or go bad has a have an understanding of how to control us. So let's talk about that, man. Because as far as being worried about uh, the uh, say the government getting overly controlling in a, a, a panic scenario and then possibly using that to to impose more laws and regulations and shit like that. What gets tossed around all the time, particularly when people want to be all conspiracy minded is, oh, like martial law, like they could be like, oh, we're just going to lock this place down. It's totally under military control. I'm sure we've referenced this in some ways in the past, but how is that any different than what we deal with now? Like, no, we're we're not talking about some fucking Nazi scenario. We're talking about if stuff was totally like, say they this could be a very real possibility this week. They could shut down inter- interstate highways. I'm sure that like plane travel and shit like that will be heavily restricted more than it already is. But right now, people can still fly. I, I would guess they shut down at least like international flights very soon, which I wouldn't have any issue with. But say they're like no interstate travel roadblocks on all the highways unless you can prove like you have to get through for a certain reason like you're traveling to this exact like they're not letting you on the highway they can set up roadblocks anywhere they want remember those dui checkpoints they used to set up back east all the time technically from everyone i've talked to who's well educated on it that's completely unconstitutional and even illegal under most state laws does that stop did it stop like when i was driving through that dui checkpoint i stopped just like anyone else no, I'm not drunk. Don't look at the weed I have in my car. Let me go. <laughs> like, there's not, you know what I mean? There's not, you, you can't pull up with your your Glock next to you and be like, oh, this is unconstitutional. I got my gun with me. You can, they're going to be, oh, well, we're going to arrest you real quick. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Good luck trying that, like imposing your Second Amendment right against the armed police force that's everywhere in this country, exactly what we deal with anyway. Level up from that is... What do we have every time there's a disaster? And I'm saying this is usually the a great response. And it's really serious. Like when we had those floods in uh, in New England a few years back, you yeah, bring in the National people. Guard for that shit. You bring in a section of the armed forces to deal with this. That's why we fucking have them. They do their job. They're, no one's getting locked down and say, abused by a military force any more than we do anyway. You know what I mean? If they want to set up a checkpoint on the road somewhere... That's already a thing. Nothing new. Yes, it would be it would be shitty if there was more of those around. But say if it's to contain the spread of a virus like that, that it's not because of this. That's already that's already right out there. That's already a card that's on the table. It's not hidden. No one's fucking hedging their bets and being like, "Ooh, if something goes really bad, we could impose this martial law shit." What what is not already completely available to the government? to do every every bit of that like there's no i'm just noting it would be another thing yeah it is something of concern but that's just what we're working with you know what i mean like it's already right there right out there no one's hiding it no one's pretending that that couldn't happen at any point under the current system we're working with so if you don't like that like if you're a full libertarian less government kind of person worry about that side of things the government structure and how you get people elected and in fact or try to get some change implemented that would actually help your personal political philosophical beliefs whatever because as far as being scared about them being able to lock stuff down you must have been fucking asleep because that's exactly the world you're living in right now 
there's there's nothing else to to be done we're already at as far as the potential for like completely locking down and controlling a country that's what every normal country is at as far as i can tell there isn't a single place in the world where that isn't like a very normal thing that could happen so i the the reason i say it like that is i mean it's not something to freak out about and it's the world we live in and it's it's just it's not going to happen unless there's there's something that goes terribly wrong and needs to be handled and there's no the the only time when that goes really wrong is when you get like a a fucking nazi situation or like what they have they've had in china during the the communist revolution when they're locking people down and like killing them for crazy reasons like because you're not a communist or because you're not you're because uh, you're you're jewish or something like that's insanity we don't have any potential for that we have potential for them to put in military force to handle issues that really need to be handled so as much as you know i'm not at all like uh, agreeing with everything our government does as far as the situation we're in they're probably doing about the best they can and yeah. uh a more more relevant to the current situation part of that that we should probably touch on is as much as yeah i'm sure it could have been handled better here this is not a time to be like look trump fucked this up so bad it's a time to be like how can we fucking work this out what's the best fix for this issue so we can all get back to our normal goddamn lives not to pop up and be like this is why trump shouldn't get reelected that shit is so corny to me and you know i don't give a fuck about trump fuck that guy I don't care about like this whole another weird that we I brought it up before, but we have an election coming right up. If you're worried about how the government does something, pay attention to that shit, because the one thing we can say for sure, and I'm not putting this out like it was done to cover anything up because I haven't seen anything like sometimes there's big media stories and it's just too obvious. You're like, oh, This is just a distraction from that fucking law they were going to pass. I don't think this is anything like that. But if there is any any time to hide some shady election shit, it would be right now because no one's paying attention to it. So that's probably a, a more relevant news story than any of this chronics. We all know what's fucking going on with Corona at this point. You know what I mean? We're living it. <laughs> this is this is going to be our next couple weeks or months or however long it drags out. So there's there's a lot of factors from the economic, political, and then the uh, the public perception side of it as well. All those things going in. But what I'm trying to to get across most, <laughs> what the the message I'd like to to give is just be real about what's happening. Which is we have a really bad flu going around. That's it. Yeah. Take care of yourself. Eat some good food. When you go to the store and there's not a single thing of two dollar eggs left, be happy that you're buying. The, the free range organic six dollar ones because they're fucking better for you. <laughs> Eggs are, in my opinion, one of the best food for gains out there. Like I said, they have all the ingredients: the healthy fats, the cholesterol, the protein. Man, it's I like mean, that's a, all I use the fuck. Yeah, nature's perfect fucking protein meal, all packaged up for you. <laughs> I mean, even uh, like it literally, it's already sealed. That's a uh, another one. I didn't learn this till till way later than I should have. Eggs are totally fine, and I'm not recommending you do this if you bought your six dozen or whatever, but you leave them out for a day or two on the counter, they're totally sealed. Eggs are good. That's what farmers do. You don't think they fucking take them right out the chickens into the refrigerator. <laughs> they usually chill for a while. Go to a farmer's market anywhere, they'll just have a bunch of eggs sitting on the table, and that's how I learned that shit. I asked my friend who goes to farmer's markets and sells stuff. I was like, wait, you don't have to refrigerate. He's like, oh, 
for what do you mean the eggs are totally sealed like they're gonna be good out here for a few hours and i was like oh shit that kind of makes sense man <laughs> That's pretty so good. yeah appreciate the good things we do have which is that you still can cruise right down to the grocery store i can still go down to the grocery store and get a grass-fed steak in five minutes <laughs> i mean like situation's not that bad <laughs> so as far as uh in going back relating this to us personally man is there anything you're doing yourself to be extra healthy and and ward off the potential infection because as much as like i said it, it is just the flu but in the same way like neither of us wants to catch the flu any day that means you can't work right. out for a few days Fucking man, sucks, man. I, hate thing. I add a little more fucking honey i do like a little honey on a teaspoon once in a while and elderberry I fucking yeah. do some echinacea. It's got some uh, kick-ass immune booster. I'll take it once yeah, in a while, exactly. and I just kind of mix it up. Other than that, I just eat healthy, drink plenty of water, and sleep. Which is exactly what you should be doing. And, of course, I asked you because I knew you were doing exactly something like that. I'm doing the same damn thing, just trying to live healthy, making an extra effort, which is something I do anyway, to make sure, especially when it's sunny now. I said we're just getting into spring here get outside get some sunshine if it's a nice day that's a really good thing for your immune system the other biggest one you can do by far and this is just facts the best thing you can do for your immune system is get good sleep and it's more relevant to this because i can't i usually sleep pretty good and i do just the basic things if you know anything about it like don't be on your phone reading it reading through the news in bed while you're trying to go to sleep don't be watching movies and shit at least cut that off like a half hour hour before you go to bed cut the light and all that if you need something to kind of relax you as you're chilling out and going to sleep read a book that's the best option and not with a bright ass light right in your face something on the dimmer side they make all sorts of uh like red tinge light and all that shit to go to sleep i have one of those fucking himalayan salt lamps full hippie with it man that's a perfect reading reading light when you're going to sleep. If you don't want to go out and buy a fucking expensive light bulb or a weird-ass lamp that is actually made of salt, if you lick it, it'll verify. <laughs> if you want to be real low-key about it, light a fucking candle. Best natural light ever. You know what I mean? So just getting good quality rest is absolutely the best thing you can do for your immune system, as well as eating generally good foods that won't get you all inflamed and shit yeah probably gonna go for the eggs instead of those fucking shitty bags of chips that you stocked up on 100 percent. and the uh then of course i have a few uh few other little hippie immune boosters in the mix that i'm doing i've been taking astragalus which is a pretty common herb is a good oh, immune course. booster yeah, i also... think that actually pretty pretty commonly so i guess i didn't put that in the mix but yeah, I'm uh, I'm sipping on it right now too. One of my favorite things, which has been as far anecdotally and scientifically backed up to be a, a nice low key immune booster. I've been brewing up some some chaga every morning, which I always kept that on deck. It's that mushroom that grows on birch trees. It's uh, a lot of it comes from Alaska, Canada. It grows around where we're from in Vermont. It's this weird-ass mushroom that grows in a, a birch tree when they get cut, like if a branch falls off or something, and there's it'll that weird burnt stuff that'll grow on birch trees. That's actually a mushroom. It doesn't look like your normal shroom. It has no cap or anything like that. It, and it's almost just like hard bark when you, you chip it off. I'd been given it a, a, by a few different people out here, which is just too dope, and I, I would keep it on deck in the back of the cabinet. And if I felt like either there was like a bunch of people around me who were sick, or I felt like I was getting the cold, that was just one of those little things I would add to the mix. 
I was hyped at uh, Alfalfa, the grocery store right by my house. They sell that shit in bulk, super cheap too. So I just have a big ass bag of it now. I brew some of that shit up every morning. I like drinking it anyway. I've been uh, I've been off you lately for no particular reason. I just didn't feel like drinking it for the the last couple weeks. And this little brewing up some chaga is a perfect replacement for me. So those are the only two things other than just being generally healthy. The only other supplement. So I, there's two other supplements I take at the moment. Creatine, we've, we've talked about that a bunch in recent episodes, just in all the workouts and shit we've been doing. And then uh, I take magnesium as well, which is just a mineral that you sh- everyone should have. It also just so happens magnesium's a good thing for your immune system. If you have, have good levels of magnesium, you're going to be in a much better place. So that's something I take for recovery and health anyway, but I'm just making sure I take it every day. We're normally with... The supplements I take, which are pretty minimal right now, the creatine, magnesium, if I missed a day, I could give a fuck. doesn't matter to me at all. But now I'm just being a little more on top of my shit and making sure, like, at least I'm taking it every single day. You know what I mean? So I'm just, just trying to stay generally healthy and doing my best not to stress out about it. Because at first I was completely, this is some bullshit, it'll blow over real quick. That's obviously not the case. And I can't lie, just with everyone around you panicking, hearing it in the news 24-7, it's the first the first time I turn on my phone in the morning, it's just going to be corona shit all over it. going to be corona memes on Instagram, the entire news feed is going to be corona stories, all that bullshit. It's hard not to. So another thing... I've been doing not specifically because of this. I was on it for the last few weeks. I've been meditating more than I was recently. And that's just another really good way. Doing some little meditation breath work. For whatever reason, in perspective, like even if something is real bad, you're not going to bug out quite as, as bad as you would if you, it gives you a more objective look at stuff. And like I said, the objective look that that we've been trying to get across this whole thing is we're dealing with a bad flu. That is what it is. And and it it is something to be concerned about. Like, I know you've been thinking the same thing. I was actually, uh, my mom was trying to get me to go see my grandma. I haven't seen him way too long. Hopefully at the end of this month. Obviously, that's completely out of the question now. Even if you could still travel, which I bet you won't be able to. I wouldn't go near my, my grandma's 93. She's been through cancer a few times. I wouldn't go near her if there's any chance that I could have this virus. Cause as I've noted, there's a very good chance that people like us could have it and never even know. Yeah. Never get sick, never deal with any of that. So that side of things, unfortunate. I'm also, uh, it, it, I just, just being, being real about it. I'm worried. My grandma's not slowing her shit for anyone unless she's told she absolutely, unless they're outside her house with a gun saying you can't leave. She's going outside. <laughs> so she does. She has one of those fucking masks. Where's that? I'm, I know it makes her feel better. You know, it doesn't do anything, but she's so fortunately she's not, doesn't live in a city where it's, uh, it's very widespread yet. And I'm praying it doesn't get that way, but that's the thing I'm most worried about old people that I'm close to, I'm sure you've thought the same thing about your grandmother. Fortunately, she lives in Vermont where there's even less chance of coming near anyone with this shit. So that part of it is sad to me. I'll be be honest about that. But in reality, the big picture of it, I'm still not too worried at all. I feel bad for the people who are going to be out of a paycheck. Chances are that'll be me in a a couple weeks. And I'll, I'll personally be just fine. I know there's a lot of people with 
less money, more responsibilities, kids, family, stuff like that. Other people they have to take care of who are going to be really uh, hit hard by this. And that is the, the worst part. I would... To relate it back to some political shit, man, personally, and they said, not, I don't give a fuck about him. If I was in Trump's position or anyone trying to get elected, I would be, but especially him, because he actually can do something. Throw these poor people some cash, and you're going to buy a lot of votes. You know what I mean? If he puts out, like, people who are under the fucking poverty line get, like, a thousand bucks a month till this coronavirus blows over, people who probably never would even thought about voting, they're going to go go vote for him. So I just that just seems like a smart move as far as the political game goes. We'll see how he plays that. I am kind of interested in that side of it at this point. I do think we'll see a, a shift right back to the political stuff as the election ramps up because the only time this will start to get really bad is if they start like postponing the election, some shit like that. Because then, like I said, I'm, the whole... like lockdown martial law shit again come on just be real about the world we already live in but if you start postponing elections then people will get to open the fucking can of worms it is oh this is trump saying he can just be president forever he could just make another emergency and be like i'm still president he's gonna be president no that's not gonna happen either but it will it'll just cause people to freak out even more so hopefully we don't get get there with it but yeah i just honestly i want to fucking implore people don't stress too hard about this shit it's a fucking flu. And yes, it's a yeah. bad one, but it's still a fucking flu. <laughs> like, we'll survive. We'll get on uh, Yeah, don't tweak on that. And we'll, uh, yeah, we'll just have to see see how bad it, it gets, man. But hopefully, if even if we do have to all chill out on our normal daily lives and jobs and stuff, use it as a time to enjoy ourselves. They said we can get out in the mountains here, man. If that does happen, hopefully we can link up and get to that pad workout that we've been, been wanting to <laughs> yeah, do for right? the last few months. Man. Exactly. So can take some, something good out of a, a shit situation and just be real about what we're actually dealing with. Cause it's, it's not gonna, it's not going to be that bad in the end. And I, I really hope that it doesn't affect too much of our, our old population too harshly, but it's that, that is the the possibility right now. So at least put it in context and be smart about that. So even if you're totally fine, you're still willing to go out wherever and do all your normal things. Don't go around old people. That's just being a decent person. You know, I go, go out your way. It's as easy as just like giving them extra space and shit like that. And if you are older, shouldn't be out at all, but there's going to be plenty of, of fucking stubborn old people like my grandma who aren't stopping their shit for anyone. They're going to they're mm. gonna keep it moving regardless of what happens. said, just like that old Italian guy, they've been through fucking World War II. <laughs> they're, they're not, even though they're the specific type of people who could be really badly affected by this, they ain't worried about a fucking flu, man. These people have lived their entire lives not to be able to, come on, this is just one more one more hardship that they've had to deal with. So for the rest of us, just be considerate of that, you know what I mean? And be be aware of it and take care of your goddamn self. That's the best thing you can do to, to help everyone. Yeah. So are you still, we're going to wrap this one up, man get to your your final prediction are you sticking with two weeks man i'm saying like over under the betting i mean i imagine imagine it'd probably be anywhere between the four to six before things calm down but i think two weeks of this like closure stuff yeah i noted the date at the beginning this one i'm glad because we don't always say it's march 
March 17th today. So we'll see. We got the, the over-under on six weeks, man. We'll give it our yeah, upper yeah. limit. And I'm also saying I'm going to throw in that, that side bet, too. Like when you're saying, all right, we, we guessed the knockout, man. We, we say, which round is it going to be? I'm going to throw in the, the death rate, too. I don't think overall it'll be over 0.6 at the end of this. And I'm actually... Being real, I'm optimistic that it'll be much lower than that, but I think that will be the upper limit. I don't think we're seeing a 3% death rate or something really bad like that when this all blows over, but we'll see on that, man. We'll have to remember to check back in when this is all blown over and see see how right or wrong our, our predictions are. Yeah, I know. I th- I'm hoping that we're just way off and shit just fucking flies over and everything's all good. Chances are very good it will, man. Very good. So, yeah, stay healthy, people. There are uh, GMV anywhere you can get podcasts, Green Mountain Views on Instagram. If anyone wants to hit us up directly, questions, feedback, whatever, Instagram's probably the best way to do that. You could also you hit us with a review on this shit. That would would also that would that would get us direct and any any health related questions especially when everyone is dealing with a health crisis at the moment we we'd love to get into that shit so we've uh we've been feeling to talk about more nutrition stuff this uh uh, this whole corona thing overshadowed that so we'll be into that side a little more but just the fucking basics are all you need just sleep right eat good get a little exercise and you meet just fucking fine (laughs) yeah so on that we out man peace